guys, welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. This week, was listeners' choice, Candace Camp, Marin Bure, theme. I put out a poll of four movies that starred the unofficial queen of Hallmark Christmas movies herself, and our listeners chose, by an overwhelming majority, 2013's movie titled Let It Snow, starring Candace Cameron Bure, Jesse Hutch, Alan Thicke, Gabriella Rose, and Dan Wilbach. The official synopsis of this movie is that an executive examines her company's new property and prepares a presentation to transform the rustic lodge to a new hotspot. She tries to ignore the lodge's festive celebrations during her stay, but an unexpected romance changes her heart. This is definitely one of my favorite Candace movies, although to be honest, I am not really a fan of hers. I know, I know. That is almost heresy, but I just feel a lot of her movies don't catch my attention. I do like this one and Shoe Addicts Christmas the best because of the unique storylines and comedy. Candace plays Stephanie Beck, who works for Falcon Resorts in Phoenix, Arizona, a family business that mostly focuses on summer resorts in places like Cabo. Their target audience is usually 21 to 45 year old single people with no children. Her dad, Ted Beck, played by Alan Thicke, buys Snow Valley Lodge and wants to turn it into a winter sports resort with skiing, snowboarding, tobogganing, skating, fishing, ice fishing, and more. And sent Stephanie to scout the place. Snow Valley Lodge is currently owned and operated by the Lewis family, Paul and Carla, as well as their son, Brady. This lodge has been in their family for four generations. It is a very unique lodge in that it holds very special events coinciding with the 40 days of Advent and 12 nights of Christmas. Carla has makes awesome Christmas traditional dishes from around the world, and Paul is more of a traditionalist. He's pretty much the embodiment of if it ain't broke, why fix it? And Brady is more an innovator, which leads to contentions between him and his dad. Paul wanted Brady to take over the family business, but Brady wants to make changes his dad wouldn't approve of, like snowmobiles on the property to transport guests to different locations. Brady and Stephanie hit off at the wrong foot. Brady splashing her as he drove over a pothole. Steph is used to warm weather. She's never skied before, never really been around snow, something I can relate to. She came to Snow Valley Lodge, really not open to joining in with the celebrations, rejecting all invites to join in with the festivities. As previously mentioned, Snow Valley Lodge holds special events during the 40 days of Advent. The lodge is at 100% capacity throughout this time. Families come and spend their Christmases with the Lewis family, children growing up with Brady as their honorary uncle. Snow Valley Lodge has become part of many families' traditions. While Steph stayed at SVL, she did get to slowly join the fun. My favorite tradition highlighted in the movie is the Swiss tradition on the night of the Feast of St. Thomas. A spinster woman jumps out of bed using a stool, spins three times, throws her shoes at the door, and sleeps with her feet on the pillows at the head of the bed. Then she will dream that night of who her future husband will be. It is quite a cute moment seeing Stephanie do just that. It looked like 
Finally, we see her enjoying Christmas again. Letting the spirit and joys of the holidays and the uniqueness of the lodge envelop her. There are also many tra more traditions celebrated at the Snow Valley Lodge. Feast of the Seven Fishes on Christmas Eve. There are no while visiting guests as they sleep on Christmas to leave candies inside their shoes. Tree trimming on the eve of the feet of St. Thomas. Singing carols around the piano and writing letters to Santa. We left on the mantle for Alpha Express to send to the North Pole. These are traditions that Carla and Paul were hoping to stay once Falcon Resorts take over. But Ted Beck, Stephanie's dad and CEO, had no intentions of that. He planned to demolish the place and build a more younger generation friendly resort, one not targeting families. The longer Stephanie stayed at the lodge, the more she fell for two things Christmas and Brady. Spending time participating in the traditions and being part of the family only emphasizes how much Steph has lacked in celebrations growing up. Her dad was always on business trips running away from his grief after losing his wife when Stephanie was only six years old. Although her original task was to scout the lodge for a possible winter resort, Stephanie uses the value, sees the value of the place as it is now. She decides to change her presentation at the last minute, fighting for Snow Valley Lodge to stay what it is, a family-friendly place, one that keeps these special traditions alive, where families come, can come and bring their children and grandchildren, feed food all around the world. Of course, with some improvement, but still keeps Snow Valley Lodge what it has always been, a family destination full of tradition. But Ted wasn't a fan. He fired Stephanie on Christmas Eve and spent the day alone. But the night before, Steph wrote a letter to Santa and left it on the mantle in hopes it will be delivered by the Elf Express. She wrote, Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is to spend Christmas with my dad. The way we used to before my mom passed away, when he used to dress up like you. I want my dad to spend Christmas at the lodge with me again like a fable. While Stephanie was making her presentation to her dad, Carla stuffed her letter in Ted's coat pocket, read the letter in his hotel room, and then hid it. Christmas is about a family. That's what Snow Valley Lodge Creek. That's what Stephanie wants. It's not a marketing scheme about toys and sales or snow. It's about love and family, a rebirth. Ted returns to the lodge, dressed as Santa, distributing gifts to the guests wanting to celebrate Christmas with his daughter as a family again. He announces he will now tear down the lodge and is open to staff's ideas to improve the place. He promotes her and suggests Brady as a Snow Valley Resort Manager. I don't know if the St. Thomas tradition worked or not, if Brady is Stephanie's future husband, but one thing for sure, they do get the happily ever after. I give this movie four out of five stars. I love this movie. I love how it highlights different traditions and meals around the world. I love that there is an emphasis of family being what makes Christmas, not snow. Sadly, in recent years, Christmas has become more of a marketing dream, all about giving presents, spending the most money in snow. Hallmark has a hand in that, to be honest. And I know it's a bit ironic for me to recognize this, is that I am perpetuating this con 
of Monetizing Christmas as a podcast all about Hallmark movies. But it's also great to be reminded that Christmas isn't about snow or getting gifts, but about family, love, tradition, and giving as well. And these things can be in any setting, whether it is a white snowy Christmas or not. In conclusion, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn Alexa, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Follow us on social media platforms, our Instagram page, Hallmark Heartbeats, Facebook page, Hallmark Heartbeats Podcast, and Twitter, Hallmark Heartbeat One. Buy us a coffee on www.bobbyandcoffee.com slash hmarkheartbeat. We have two levels of membership. For $1 a month, Americano level, you get to have a voice on the podcast. You get to choose which movie I review for weeks Hallmark doesn't have a brand new movie, like this week. For $5 a month, Caramel Macchiato level, you buy, you get access to never-released podcasts. For example, the month of May, I reviewed Birthday Wish, starring Jesse Schramm and Luke McFarlane. It also includes raw and unedited footage of our interviews with the actors. All links are in our link tree, which is in our bio. So, next week is the last week of Christmas in July, and it will be listener's choice as well. But this time, the theme is Diversity Matters. I will be putting out a poll on Instagram and Facebook using asking people to choose a movie for me to review that has BIPOC or LGBTQ main characters. But before that, this Friday, I have an interview being released, and it is with Catherine Kofut. She co-starred in this year's movie, Baby It's Cold Inside, and so many more. We discuss her previous projects, such as Christmas Scavenger Hunt, and her future movie, including Feeling Butterflies. Both movies she worked with Kevin McGarry, you know, star of One Calls the Heart and Heartlands and stuff. Anyway, um, August is right around the corner and it will be Summer Night's second wave of Summer Night's movies. So, August 2nd, it will be a recap, podcast recapping the newest movie, Love for Real, starring Chloe Bridges, Scott Michael Foster, Corbin Blue, and Tiana Tully. August 6th is an interview with a co-star of Love for Real, Tiana Tully. This will be so exciting because just like Valen Alo, she is a local actress here from Hawaii who is, you know, starring in a Hallmark movie. And it will be fun, and I get, can't wait to talk to her. Hopefully I can get her to do some hula. She's a hula dancer. Um, August 9th, it will be a recap of the 27-hour day starring Autumn Reeser and Jack Wagner. August 16th. It is a recap of Sealed with a Kiss, Wedding March 6th, starring Jack Wagner, Caitlin Stryker, Josie Bizet, and Nathan Witt. On August 23rd, a little daytime drama recap, starring Jen Lilly and Ryan Pavey, and soap opera actress 
and legend, Linda Dana. An August 30th, Sweet Pecan Summer recap starring Christine Poe, Wes Brown, and Lauren Tong. So anyway, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, hope you listen to my interview with Catherine, which will be released in three days. Um, thank you so much. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.